and you are listening to the first ever episode of my podcast, Late to the Party. As some of you may or may not know, I've attempted to create a podcast in the past, and it didn't go so hot. I got really nervous, got in my head, and I only recorded two episodes. So today we're going to push through, and that is going to be the topic of the discussion today. So I don't know if it's obvious or not. I feel like I need to explain it every time I talk about it. But Late to the Party is actually about being late to something. So whether you've always wanted to get into politics or health or exercise or drawing or dancing, anything that you feel like has always been a burning sensation in the back of your mind and it's taken you a little bit of time to get there, you're late to the party, my friends, and so am I, because today's topic is going to be about fear and how I let fear make me late to my podcast party. So if you want to hear more about this and get in depth, plus learn a couple tips about me, just... Okay, so as I mentioned in the beginning, I have always wanted to do something podcast related. Great. It was I... a way to... in interact with other people and a way to learn something new and I think that's the best part about podcasts that's what people love about this platform and this opportunity and of course it's easier to have a podcast with another person so you guys can bounce off of each other but I really don't know what this podcast is going to be like I don't know if it's going to be me by myself or maybe I'll have the balls to invite other people and have a conversation but until then, we are just going to focus on one episode at a time. So as I mentioned, I want the first episode to be about fear because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts in the past couple of weeks trying to build up what I'm going to talk about, build up a title for my platform, just try to understand what I want to give to the world. And after listening to a second act podcast after listening to Tony Gonzalez um, and his wife October, I've realized that fear is something that people do not talk about and it is something that everybody experiences. We are either afraid of telling people how we feel, we're afraid of going after a job we want, we're afraid of finding out a diagnosis that we might low-key know is happening and instead of leaning into that fear we run away from it and that's probably why a majority of us are not living the life that is one destined for us and two the best life that we could be possibly living we're sitting in our fear and we're soaking up all the negativity from people that tell you you can't do that that's too intense that's so crazy why don't you just do your normal life and we all just sit back and think, okay, well, this is what my life is supposed to be. This is how far I'm going to go. And we don't have to live our lives this way. I mean, I know it's easier said than done. Trust me. I tried to start this podcast two years ago and I got afraid and stopped. But the reason I'm starting this episode now and starting this podcast now is because all of the time that I have wasted sitting in my seat, listening to other podcasts, dreaming about where my life can go, I realized that I myself am not living in my 
potential amazing life and of course I love the life that I have. I'm married to an incredible man. I love my family. They're right down the street. I have an awesome job. My boss is very nice. Of course blah blah blah. It's great but at the end of the day there's still this yearning and something inside of me that tells me I'm not doing enough. I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing and sometimes it can take you a while to figure that out. I wanted to be a YouTuber six years ago. Then I wanted to do makeup. Then I wanted to dabble in singing. Then I wanted to start a podcast. And I think that what we forget is we are changing constantly. Every day that we are alive, every breath that we take, we are changing as human beings. And you're allowed to want to do more than one thing. I mean, thank God to the generation before us that could work a job for six, however many, 30, 40 years in the same place, wake up the same day, eat the same lunch even sometimes, and just wake up and do it again. I commend them for that because I could not. And I think that they walked so that we could run and I say that in the sense of they worked their same job for 40 some years so that our generation can say maybe you don't got to do that bro maybe you don't have to be depressed when you go to work maybe you could try to evolve as a person maybe you could try something new and I say that in the sense of if you feel like you wake up and one day you want to be this and one day you want to be that that's okay because that's what life is. Now, I'm not saying quit your job, don't have any backup plans, and just, you know, wing it. That's also a bit intense. But I am saying that don't tell yourself that you are one thing. Don't say that you can never try something else because you've already found your thing. That's not true. You can try as many things as you want, and you can try them till the day you die. That is the best part about life because trying things and failing are free. Remember that. But yeah, so let's start from the beginning. So I am 30 years old and I don't know. I don't feel like I'm having a crisis. <laughs> I just feel like I want to live my most authentic and best life. And I think that a podcast can help me do that. You know, I was born and raised in Falls Church, Virginia. Um, I've lived in the same house pretty much my whole life. I went to college. I had a good old time in college and I got a marketing degree. And so I've always had that to lean back on. I mean, I've never been so drastic as to quit a job and then chase my passion. Never that. I've always had a job. I've always tried to be realistic in chasing my passions. So doing it as side gigs or starting and stopping. Um, but I felt like that was also a thing for me at that time. It was to go to college, to get my marketing degree, and it's never a bad thing to have a degree. Let's just be honest. It's something that you have in your pocket. I'm going to be completely honest and transparent. I was a very blessed child. I don't have any student debt, so it was very easy for me or it's easy for me to say, hey, go get a degree, just keep it in a drawer, like, it's always good, because sometimes financially, if you don't have the time, there are things that get in the way of having a degree, and if you feel like it is 100% something that you need, go for it, 
but you know at the end of the day there are so many jobs now but anyway so my point is I got a marketing degree I've been doing marketing jobs ever since I graduated I graduated in 2012 and I've done marketing coordinator marketing assistant digital specialist communication specialist marketing liaison all the marketings you can think of and it's crazy to think because every job that I've ever had <clears throat> has actually prepared me in a way for what I want to do next the email marketing the social media marketing the Google Analytics the diagnostics I mean just getting into the nitty-gritty of promoting yourself as a brand is something that marketing is actually super helpful with and if you've ever been in marketing it's actually completely different now it's changed since 2012 I can't imagine what it's gonna look like <clears throat> in like two that 2030 I'll just say that um but yeah so I've been in marketing and I've loved it you know it's what people call the fun team or the cute department because you know they think we just push an email out all day um but I feel like I've had to go through these years of working these marketing jobs to know that although it's fun you know it's it's not I don't wake up every day obsessed with my job and it could be just the ebbs and flows of life. I could be in a flow right now where I'm not super excited but next year could be completely different. Maybe every day I wake up, maybe sometimes I'm not even sleeping because I just can't wait to work the next day. Um, but you know, not seeing that. Um, but I just say that in the sense of sometimes it's okay to be practical and sometimes it's okay to keep a job for the sake of keeping a job but just never forget you know that there's the opportunity of having a passion I actually have heard a quote um it's something like you should have three things in life something creative or something to help your creativity something to help your body and something to keep you paid which if you think about it is great you should exercise great for the body you should be creative you know great for the soul and then you should also just kind of have a little piggy blanket is that what it's called piggy bank you should have a piggy bank a security blanket <laughs> um of something that's gonna you know financially sustain you so moving on i graduated college um i've had all these jobs I got married this year. That's a whole nother bag of worms because we're talking about fear, not how Corona ruined my wedding. Um, but that is also actually a play on fear, you know. And even though COVID has probably been the worst thing to happen ever, it has brought a lot of clarity to people. And I think that now with this whole work from home opportunity, that's one of the best blessings that has come out of anything especially with the whole clarity for me I feel like you can do anything from home and this podcast it it'll be perfect because instead of spending time on a commute I can run upstairs and record this or I can log out of work and start editing this or you know I could ask somebody to come over and socially distance while we record a podcast it's just it's opened so many doors and changed so many views of how we thought we should be living something 
and, you know, reminding us that not everything that we've thought to be true is true. So I'm going to go back to touch on fear because um, if I look back on my life, there's actually a lot of things that have been, I'm not going to say ruined, but has been um, a lot of things have been changed because of fear or paths that I thought I was going to go on in life have been changed because of fear. And one incident specifically is when I graduated college and I was so, you know, fearless slash naive, I told my parents that I was going to get a internship in California and there was nothing that they could do like they would either allow me to go or I would find a way to do it on my own um and it happened by the end of my senior year with like a month left I got a internship in Beverly Hills right off of Wilshire Boulevard at the time I was saying Wilshire so they knew I was different or not from California um and so I get there, I pack my bags, pack up my car, car shipped, take a flight. I'm there within however many hours it takes to get to California. I was leaving D.C., so I want to say like six or seven. And I touched down and I was just so excited. I was ready to take this shit by the balls. I was ready to fuck up California, as they likely say. <clears throat> and... I walked in for the first day of my internship and it was very obvious that the lady that had hired me wasn't sure I'm gonna say of my ethnicity over the phone so she was a tad surprised when I walked in through the door and from then on that whole day it was kind of a standoffish moment um it was an awkward moment to say the least and I was super afraid because I was like what the hell did I just do I flew however many miles to come land this job where I thought I would just be Lauren Conrading it up I thought I would be Elaine Wellworthing it up in the streets of Beverly Hills and it was not that at all I was in a room with four other interns fighting over the task of the day trying to get everything done and I quickly realized that I was not going to get through this one on looks alone I wasn't going to get through this on personality alone I was going to have to work now I say that because I feel like TV does not show us they don't show us the long con they don't show us the process of these celebrities and these hard workers and what they've had to do to achieve success so we think it's like a, fame, a quick to fame story. I get to California I am so nervous I'm so scared I actually cried the first day my sister came to pick me up and she took me to like a coffee shop around the corner or she took me somewhere to like celebrate my first day and I was just in such a bad mood because I was terrified of what my summer was going to be but then I didn't want to tell anybody because I had fought so hard to get there. And I, I was just like, all right, here we are. Three months, day one. Let's get it. So as the weeks went by, as the months went by, 
I started slowly getting shit done. I mean, I was doing all my work. I was slowly becoming or getting closer to my boss, getting more tasks. She was opening up about her love life to me. You always know when your boss starts talking to you about that, you're either she's so bored she has no one to talk to and she's going to talk to a temp or she's, you know, low key your friend. So I was there for three months. Part of this was also, okay, so let's backtrack for a little bit. So I was there for three months. I was living with my uncle. He lived in Culver City and he was sweet enough to let me stay with him for three months. But of course I wasn't just going to stay, stay. I had to be productive. So I told myself that within a week I was going to get a job somewhere else so that I could work while I wasn't doing my internship because the internship was actually, I want to say it was four days a week and it was only like six hours or something. So I had other time that I needed to fill with, you guessed it, a job. So I finally got a job at, oh my gosh, what is it called? California Pizza Kitchen. It was off of, um, I want to say La Cienega. It was near the Beverly Mall. Beverly Center it was actually right downstairs and I remember when I got that job I was like okay things are happening we are in motion so I was going to this internship I was serving pizzas being the waitress slash hostess of the month of the year I was into it and then a looming doom came and the three months were quickly coming to a close and I needed to find a legit job. I had to find something that could keep me in California. So when it came to actually pulling the trigger, I froze up. I called my parents. I cried to my dad and I said, I don't think I want to be here anymore. And if I look back on it, I feel like that was a very pivotal time in my life, but also something that could have changed my path in life. And I'm a firm believer as well that whatever is meant to be will be, whatever is destined is destined. So if I was destined to stay in California, I should have stayed in California. But I like to harp on that moment because that moment and that decision was solely based in fear. Solely. I did not know what was going to happen. I didn't know where I was going to live. My uncle only signed me up for three months. I was so overwhelmed. I was only 19, 21, just kidding. I was only 21. So I was just having a full freak out. And my parents told me there's no, f there's no shame in failure and you can come home, you can figure it out, and then you, you move on to your next plan. And... I was grateful that, you know, I had something to go back to, but I also realized that those are the people that don't succeed. And I, I only say that, I only say that specifically about me and I'll elaborate. So I feel like when someone knows that there's a safety net or when somebody knows that there's a security blanket or when you know that you can fall back on something, you don't take you don't take that challenge 100%. And I felt like the reason I 
was okay with coming back from California was because I knew I had somewhere to go. I, I knew I had something to fall back on. Now, if I called my parents and they were like, well, you were so happy to get out of here. Now figure it out. Here you go. Ride those same, that, use that same energy to get yourself a job and figure it out. I would have been pissed, but I also feel like I would have been saying a completely different story. So will I do that to my kids in the future? I probably won't leave them stranded across the country, no. But I will ask them, are you sure? Are you afraid or are you really over it? Because I think a lot of people in this life, when we make decisions, we're just so uncertain and we want to stick to what's familiar. So we grab on to what we know and we live in that life for so long and... I try to use that California experience as something to push me or catapult me into trying things. And I wish I could say it worked because clearly not. I stopped doing this podcast. Um, But I mean, that's another thing. Like fear is going to be with us forever. It's going to be in our life forever. So is failure. And I think a lot of the fear comes from failing. But if you don't fail... You never learn, you never grow, and to me, I count California as a failure in the sense of, yes, I completed my internship, yes, I came back alive, because it can get dicey out there, by the way, but that's a different podcast, Um, but I still failed in the sense of, I went out there to be a PR and live my life as a PR girl, and that didn't happen. I came back home with my tail between my legs, and that's okay. Because it's a story that I can tell other people, it's advice that I can give other people, but it's also something that I will forever look back on. And that feeling of being in the plane and flying back home, knowing that I was running away from what could possibly be the best thing in my life, was tearing me up. But I always find it funny, the full circle moments, because... So, I started dating this guy right after I got back home from California, and this guy is now my husband, but I remember three years from my internship, I was working at a company that always had like an annual year, yeah, like a yearly conference, and the conference was in California, and it was in Los Angeles, and we were going to be staying by where I worked, and it was just this full circle moment of okay, life didn't work out the way you thought it would, but it's still working out. And life is always going to work out. And I say that in the sense of, or I say that because you think that a failure is going to throw off your whole course of life and it's going to be the worst thing that ever, ever happened to you, and it's not true. Your life will continue, the world will spin, the sun will go up and it will go down, But you will be the one that will think about what if. And that's just something that I want to share with people because you never want to have too many what ifs in life. Life is so short and heals wound. You know what I mean. Wounds heal. (laughs) So if you fail and you fall, lick yourself up like a little puppy. Get up, go out there, try things again and... Just don't sell yourself short. We are smarter than we know. We are 
better than we know, we're more capable than we know, and we're the only people that are putting limits inside of ourselves. And today, I listened to another podcast. I'm going to pull it up because I don't want to mess up her name. Um, But it was part of the second act podcast that I had mentioned earlier. And I'm trying to listen to a bunch of different podcasts kind of every day. Just to make sure that I'm listening to different ideas and going off of different thoughts and stories that I can hear to kind of spruce up my creativity and get me new, give me new angles to think about and talk about also. You know, whatever you hear on a podcast, you usually discuss with other people. So I love breaking it up. I love changing it up. And I recommend anyone who needs something to do or listen to while you're working from home, definitely change up your podcasts. Um, So the one that I had mentioned earlier, it was with Jennifer Lopez and um, producer Elaine Goldsmith Thomas. And they were talking about her movie that came out in 2018 called The Second Act. I actually was in love with it. I'm a cheesy person like that. I love comeback stories and people showing their growth and evolution and... I mean, there's all these rules that people think are placed on us. You're too old, you're too fat, you're too this, you're too that. And that movie, although it was J-Lo in all her ab glory, it did. It kind of touched on the whole point of fear, which was she was a woman who had given up her child and she couldn't get a job because she was applying to all these places and although they say there's not ageism out there there are 100 percent is um and she wasn't getting hired so she had to change up her vibe to try to get hired and i won't spoil the rest but it is an amazing movie in my opinion and anyway so the point is they were have um the lady who runs the podcast a second life whose name is um, Hillary Kerr, and she was talking to them, um, just about their second acts in life, and their second life, so to speak, or so to say, and how they've evolved in life, and what changes or advice that they would give to women. And one of the things that they mentioned was, for some reason, we go through life thinking that we can be one thing, and J-Lo basically embodies the fact that you can reinvent yourself whether people like it or not um she is a singer producer actress dancer entrepreneur businesswoman mother low-key wife even though aka fiance and sister friend aunt like you know cousin she's so many things and for some reason people don't give women enough credit to try to constantly change and constantly evolve they think that we have like some kind of expiration date and after a while we are done once we've completed our roles that society has placed upon us and it was just so refreshing to hear them say that if you want to be something from March to July and then change it up from July to October like you have that freedom the only person that's stopping yourself is you Because people are going to place different labels on you. They're going to tell you you're dumb. They're going to tell you you can't do something. 
And it's up to us to not fall into that fear and fall into that trap and, you know, just give the people what they want, all the haters. Um, but yeah, so my final note, because since this is a solo podcast, I don't want to bore you guys too long. My, fo- my final note is really just fall into the life that you were born to live. Everybody is has the potential to be successful. Everybody has the potential to rise up from the ashes. And you'll never know how great you are or where life can take you until you try. Fall into the fear. Give into it. Let it course through your body. The fear. Um, because that's the only way, one, you know that you're living. And two, that you can grow and become a better person. So I thank you guys so much for giving me this opportunity to share with you guys my first episode. And I promise you, it will not be two years until my second. Um, But yeah, be sure to follow me. Go like me on Instagram. My name is LizBeauty underscore M-U-A. And I will also have this podcast up on YouTube. So yeah, just follow along and see what else we're going to be late to the party for. Thank you guys so much, and I'll catch you in another episode. Bye.